hello! It's Jodie, and welcome to Wonderings with Wally's World, the go-to podcast for parents and educators. So, what's it all about? Let's inspire, nurture, and educate your little ones to be brave like Wally, learning all things to do with children's emotional well-being. So today's episode is all about kids and their confidence. So a little bit about why our kids might struggle um, and some tips on how to help them. I like to see children as their own superheroes. Within us all is excellence and we have all the tools we need, but in order to unleash them, we have to find our powers. So the superhero metaphor is a very powerful one, as many little ones do wear a mask all day. So quite often you might find that when they're at school, they start conforming to how they feel that they should behave. And then once they then get home into their safe space, this is where the masks come off. um, And then all these behaviours, sometimes extreme behaviours, start to show. Um, And we do sort of experience this as parents, it's that where the teacher comes up to the door and maybe says, oh, no, they're not like that in school. And it is all to do with this masking. And these extreme behaviours that you do see at home um, are because their home is their safe space. So in a way, as hard as it sometimes is, it's actually a bit of a compliment that they do feel safe when they're at home, that they can totally be themselves. And all these feelings that they've bottled up um, can obviously just come out as different behaviours. Um, So for a lot of our children, anxiety is a really tricky emotion um, that they do experience um, because one, how do we understand it? And then after that, once we've understood it, how do we cope with it? Um, And there's many situations that can cause our children to feel anxious. And this can be from experience, lots of change in a small space of time to feeling a bit overwhelmed by schoolwork. And obviously loads and loads of other things as well that might make them feel anxious. So one of the things I pride myself in in what I do um, is that I like to explain things in a way that children can understand. So the books that I create, the resources that I create, um, I'm always trying to make sure that we're teaching our children how to understand the emotions that I'm teaching about. So one thing I really enjoy doing is writing in rhyme. So what I have got is a little poem about worry. So I will read that to you now. And this is something that you might decide um, to actually share with your children um, because it is written in child-friendly language. So it can offer that bit of an explanation as to why we do experience anxiety and what it is. So I'm going to read that for you now. Our bodies can do wonderful and amazing things. They have an alarm to keep us safe that rings. Sometimes those alarms start ringing and we don't know why. This is when we feel worried, anxious and maybe even cry. A new and risky situation might make you feel scared. Then worry kicks in and you don't feel prepared. Worry is like wearing the wrong pair of glasses, making you think what could go wrong. Everything crashes. It makes us think about all the things that could go wrong when really these new situations can make our brains strong. Understanding worry means we can think and be clever. Looking at them differently can make the negativity lesser. Let's look at our worries in a positive light. Find the good things that might happen. What could go right? Looking at our worries this way tells our mind the true story. Why not have a go at finding the positives, like Wally? So along with trying to get our children to look at their worries 
um, with a positive kind of light. So turning things round so it's not that negative sort of feeling that quite often our kids can really sort of focus on. When we turn them round into a positive, it makes it easier for our brains to actually process and see that these things that we're worrying about might not even happen. Because the things with anxiety is we can only worry about things that are in the future. So if we're able to spin them round and think of it in a positive light, we can then help ourselves to go into these situations thinking, well, actually, this could happen. So you might go to a new sports club and think, oh, gosh, this is going to be really scary the first time I'm going. Am I going to be any good? Will I make any friends? And we can look at this with obviously a more positive kind of mindset and say, well, this is exciting. You know, I could learn a new skill and I could meet lots of new friends that I get along really well with. And it's teaching our children to be able to do this so that when things do come up where anxiety could be an, an emotion that they're experiencing, we're able to put that different spin on it um, to try not to, because sometimes what we can do is we can catastrophize situations and make them come across as to be something that they're really not going to be. I know even as adults, this is something that we do. So even trying it yourself, trying to put a positive spin on something that you're worried about is a really good um, sort of practice to get used to doing. Um, there's also some other things that can help with anxiety and actually looking at sort of kids' confidence and some things that you can do um, just in daily life to help them. So I'm going to give you some top tips um, of things that you can do that are really quite simple and you can get started right away. So the first one is actually modeling confidence. So if we are confident in front of our children, even if you don't feel it, sometimes it's really good to actually, you know, just get your acting head on and act confident in different situations because our children learn best through observing and through watching. So if we start to act confident and show them what it actually looks like, then they can do that too. They can pick up from us and they can start acting confident as well. Uh, number two is to not get upset about mistakes. So purposely make mistakes in front of them and show them how that you deal with it and how you move past it. Um, and try not to have, I mean, obviously sometimes it can't be helped, but as much as you can, try not to, you know, get really upset or anything if a mistake has been made. And this is a really good one um, for helping our children. And especially with this whole idea of allowing children to fail um, so this is another tip is, you know, let them get things wrong and talk to them about, I like to see the word fail meaning first attempt in learning, because the only way we are going to learn new things is to actually get things wrong, um, because that gives our brain the chance to actually have to build a new pathway and build a new memory and work out how we're going to do something because it didn't work the way that we thought it would work. And this is a massive part of learning. So if we make sure we make mistakes in front of them without getting upset about it, and also allowing our children to make those mistakes so that in life, especially if we do this when they're younger, when things go wrong, when they're older, they'll already be equipped um, with the know-how to think, right, well, okay, this was a mistake. What am I going to do now? Um, also encouraging them to try new things. So this is often something that is really scary to step out of your comfort zone. Um, and this is actually what book one is all about. So when Wally gets brave, he's all about Wally being a little bit too scared. So he's stuck in his cave. He doesn't want to come out. He's missing all the things his friends are doing because he's, he's too scared to try anything new. And then when his friends help him with those different sort of things, along with the making of mistakes, 
he then gets his cape and he feels brave enough to do those new things. So encouraging our children to try different things um, is a great way to also help build confidence. Um, praising perseverance. So with this, if they are really having a go at something and it keeps going wrong and they keep going, praise, praise, praise as much as you can for that perseverance, that keeping on going and that whole idea of not giving up. Um, it's the growth mindset sort of way of looking at things of, you know, trying and trying and trying. So, you know, keep keep on going. Um, the whole, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. I mean, how many times do we use that as parents? Um, so, yeah, praising perseverance is a really important one. You can also work with your children to set goals, um, make some that are really achievable. So small goals, as well as making those ones that might take a little bit longer um, to get there and what you can do with the bigger sort of goals that you're aiming for is actually do them step by step so they can actually see how sometimes a big goal is still achievable but we have to take the little steps to get there first um, and when we start setting our children goals at a younger age this then means when they go on to you know they go to high school they go to college they go to university whatever path they sort of choose um, if they go straight into business that sort of thing, when they're actually in these real life situations, because they're used to having goals set for them, this won't come across as something out of the ordinary. Um, and it's a fab, fab skill um, that employers are looking for as well for people to obviously want to better themselves. So if we can start them young and getting used to this idea of setting goals, um, it can really help in the future as well. So even this might come across as a really daft one, but see if we <laughs> expect our children to join in with things around the house. And I don't mean the fun things. I mean, the washing of the dishes, the emptying of the dishwasher, tidying up toys and those kind of helping around the house jobs. Yes, sometimes they might complain. There could be arguments about it. But actually see in the long run when children have that feeling of of being needed, that in itself is such a powerful tool to develop that confidence because it is the idea of, oh, okay, I'm needed here. So you can even say to them, you know, I need your help. I can't do this by myself. Um, I'd be really grateful if, you know, can you come and help do this job with me? So that expecting them to join in and yes, it will be like pulling teeth to begin with, but once they get used to it and as they grow up, it will be that not only will it give them life skills, it's also that idea of being needed to help with the confidence as well. Um, this one is quite tricky to do for yourself sometimes, um, but easier to do for other people. And that's embracing imperfection. So things that you're maybe not the best at or your kids aren't the best at, you know, still embrace it. Like just praise the fact that even if, you know, they're not the best at kicking a football, they've still had a go at kicking that football. Things that yourself, or yeah, I'm maybe not the best at cooking a meal, but I'm giving it a go. I'm trying. Um, and it's that whole idea. You don't need to be perfect. Nobody is perfect. But we just accept our little quirks for what they are. And it does make us unique and it makes us us. Um, so, yeah, embrace imperfections. Then things as well, like setting them up for success is a really important one. So yes, we've talked about goals and making goals manageable, but little things like setting up tasks so you know they're going to succeed. So they get that feeling of what it is like 
to do well what it is what it actually is like to be successful at things so you can do this dependent on obviously what your child is good at what their interests are those kind of things but if we give them little things where they can be set up for success again they'll get those confident feelings once they've been successful and it's those kind of things you can then pull back and you can use it in a discussion when they're maybe feeling a little bit nervous about something and you can say oh remember back at that time where you did so and so how did you feel after that this is how you're going to feel when you give this a go so having those little situations where they have been successful and they've had those feelings of what it is like to feel confident is always a great one to actually use you know, use back at them and remind them of those things. And one really, really important one, which uh, if you're listening to this, you definitely will be doing this, but it is just, you know, show your love, show them that you care and get involved with the different things that they're doing. Yes, we all do need our space and some time away, but do make sure that each day, you know, you have time where even if you do it all together as a whole family, that you're doing some form of activity where you are all together, you're celebrating the fact that you're in each other's lives um, because that is obviously what family is all about. So showing your love is a really big one. Um, But yeah, so there's just some top tips that you can use to start helping develop a little bit of confidence around the house. there's other things that you can be doing but obviously I'm not going to go into everything because we'd be here for hours so yeah just a few top tips and I hope they can help thanks for listening don't forget to head on over to Wally's World on Facebook for engaging activities top tips a supportive community and not to mention exclusive info about the when Wally children's book series do follow this podcast and drop a wee review it's very much appreciated catch you soon